0: It's Monday. It's morning, and it's macabre. Welcome to Monday morning, Macab listeners. Um, <laughs> shit, oh, shit, you're back. You stumbled back into our web, our little trap that we set every week. Silly uh, listener. You, you, you saw beautiful. Uh, I don't know what's enticing to people who listen to our podcast codes. Uh, bright lights. Bright light, you saw the bright lights of Hollywood sign, and you said, let me get there. You said, I want to be a star. I want to be a star, Papa. Hey, Papa, Mambo Italiano. Um, and just off the bat at the top, I've been sick for like days. Uh, and uh, when you have little bummer, kids babe. and you get sick, it just lasts forever because you never get any rest. Um, so if I sound like a zillion bucks, that's why. Uh, That's a cow a bummer, dude. Yeah, if if all the listeners could join hands for a moment and just send a prayer to, to out to me, uh, I think that'll really right this ship because right now I am <laughs> feeling like a big pile of dungarees. Oh, no. And nobody <laughs> wants to feel like that. Acid washed? Dude. <sighs> Shit. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> uh scones how how's your week been daddy oh oh i had a great weekend okay rub it in much <laughs> i went to a wedding in portland maine whoa wicked sick did you see people so i was up in a so you saw Stephen kisses King live country. i saw kisses live dude. i was like oh my word thank god they're married yeah you, you do the sign of the cross as they did it and you're like grab yeah, your I'm rosary like, beads Who? and so. Just in case. I know they're yeah. married, yeah. but, like, but you so gotta, just in case. It's such a close, like, you know, like maybe the message hasn't gotten up there yet. So, like, you got to really put on your prayer. Shoes. Yeah, Portland's a cool city, though. If anyone hasn't been to Portland, Maine, there's like a pretty much a brewery or a kombucha place on every block. Every other car is a Subaru. Ooh. And uh, a lot of people somebody, in like. <laughs> somebody hot cars. Uh, do you count subarus as hot cars phil Uh, foresters (laughs) okay well there were foresters (laughs) oh well that's great phil you should leave now (laughs) (laughs) i think phil caught what you have yeah i think he's come down with something cool yeah a lot of a lot of patagonia gear that kind of crap um have you ever had kombucha uh yes what is it like not for me i don't know anyone it's for except for like people who do i don't know like yoga on the beach at like 5 a.m i feel like it's supposed to be good for like your gut biome but i don't know if that's true everything in like the fitness or health industry like 75 percent of it's a lie that's just marketing yeah and uh so i don't know if it's real but it's like christmas yeah it's pretty much like christmas it's the christmas uh, of uh industry it's pretty much the christmas industry yeah, which is already full speed ahead, dude. I was in a I was in a store the other day and there was like Christmas trees and shit already. That's so fucked up. It's not even Halloween, Dario. Which I speaking know. of sending your submissions, gang. Yeah, we got a we will be giving you the Halloween spectacular the end of Next season week, 3 one week from today. It's really nice that Halloween's on a Monday this year, gang. <laughs> and then we'll either be starting season 4 or retire in glory. Yeah. And you better call Gloria up, because she might not know yet. hey oh. hey um, So today, uh, Scones, I will be presenting you with my spooky no. findings. Good. You're the sick one. You should be doing I'm it. sick, so I should be talking more. Um, luckily, because I'm sick, I didn't have to do a lot of work, because a certain Ryan Benson sent us in Hey-o. a little- a little all that's interesting article that I'm I got pulled up here that I'm gonna present to your Listener ears. Listener suggestion, Patreon member. Patreon member. Um, today we're gonna talk, scony about something you know a lot about. Um, oh, yes, it's the story. Oh, yes, it's a story of Dolly Osterreich, the woman who kept her secret lover in the attic for years. Oh, man, if I had a nickel. If you had a nickel, forever you hey, Is little... this a story about me? <laughs> Did they find out my name, my real name? Scones' real name, Dolly Osterrig. No, 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 I'm the, oh, okay. Oh, wait, where were you going? <laughs> I thought I was in the attic. Oh, I thought you were keeping lovers in the attic. No. I guess it makes more sense for you to be in the attic. Lovers in the attic sounds like a romantic novel. That ends sadly. Oh, yeah, probably. Like Flowers for Algernon. Oh, no. Yo, let's just read Flowers. That's season four. Let's it's- read Tuesdays with Maury. Okay. So, the band. Wait, hold on. Yeah. Uh, all right. Okay. Yeah. Whoa. I chill, ahead of the <laughs> oh, baby. I'm a <laughs> professional. I know what I'm doing. Hey, band. Can you play us in? Slick <laughs> <laughs> the hair back. You Slick your hair back. Oh, your, Will- your Dillies fly. <laughs> your Will Dill- Dillardsons fly. Okay. your thank- Dill Willingers. Yo, Danger Dill Willinger. All right, and we're back. Is that a person, Dill Willinger? No, you're thinking of like John Dillinger. No, 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 hold on. <laughs> no, I, go I think, Willinger. I'm pretty sure <laughs> you're thinking of John Dillinger, not Dill- Dill Willinger looks amazing. Okay. Um. So, story of Dolly Osterreich, the woman who kept her secret lover in the attic for years, by Aaron Kelly, checked by Katie Serena. Despite having one husband and two boyfriends, Dolly Osterite continued to keep her secret lover hidden in her attic classic this is what America's come to um finally finally somebody all right this is how you overthrow the patriarchy a a, a I'm not even gonna say amen because that's too close oh true uh a. <laughs> <laughs> a. <laughs> a. The 1920s murder and love triangle that involved Dotty Dolly Dolly Osterreich is strange Dottie. and sordid even by today's standards. Now this, <laughs> list I like lo- that today's standards would somehow hint that this is okay. <laughs> yeah, this is like no. Yeah, uh, this is a crazy first name, but uh, Dolly's first name was Walburga. Oh, that's how you which, become which is, a crazy person. That's like Walburgers. Like your name is Walburgers. Hey, I'm a Wahlberger. Wahlberger Dolly Osterreich, kid. <laughs> <laughs> She's so, from Somerville. Yeah, if she was from Somerville, she'd be called like Wahlberger Duncan Osterreich. <laughs> uh, so Walberga Osterreich, a.k.a. Dolly, was a housewife in her early 30s, married to the owner of a Milwaukee apron factory. Fred Osterike. Yeah, oh, that's that's my goal for my early thirties. I'm like coming up fast, and ooh Why does Milwaukee Apron Factory sound like one of those like uh, Urban Dictionary like sex acts? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What'd you guys do? All right, well we're a we did weird. a Milwaukee Apron Factory. Um, so she keeps me in the attic. <laughs> <laughs> so Fred Osterreich was succe- was a successful and worked. Wow. Fred Osterreich was success- what did you just say, I, dude? I'm my brain fog is on a whole nother level. Yeah, so be patient, listener. Yeah, Darcy's out here putting it on the line. I put I put it all I put it on for my city, on on for my. <laughs> <laughs> I put on. Fred Osterreich was successful and worked long hours, but Dolly had needs, and Fred was either too busy <laughs> or too drunk to meet them. Which is what a opener. Oh uh, yeah, oh my. I do not. Uh, Good heavens. Good heavens. She she has a need for a Milwaukee (laughs) apron factory. (laughs) One warm autumn day. We're sex positive on this podcast. Yo. 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 One more. (laughs) (laughs) Yo. Yozers, dude. Uh, How a bummer. (laughs) One warm autumn day in 1913. Dolly found that her sewing machine wasn't working. She called Fred to vent her frustration, and he promised to send over a repairman. The young man that showed up to fix it was 17-year-old Otto Sanhuber. Dolly must have figured that Fred would send Otto over because she knew the teenager worked for Fred at the factory. When Otto arrived, he was met by the alluring Dolly, wearing only a robe and stockings. Thus began a bizarre affair that would last a decade. Now, I don't know why that's so unusual, because whenever I call over my mechanics, that's the same outfit, and I've not had a single affair. So. Uh, or you're, this is what you want us to think. This is a really good, you're, what you're doing right now. <laughs> yeah. That's how you keep it at sea. Oh, you're right. Shut up. Shut up. They can hear you. <laughs> at first. He's up there banging on the attic door. <laughs> hey. At first, Dolly and Otto conducted their relationship in the usual secretive manner. Meeting in hotels to continue their relationship. After a while, meeting outside the home became burdensome and the two began having sex in the Osterreich's bed. Soon, though, nosy neighbors began asking about the man who'd been hanging around. Dolly told him he Uh was he was her quote Vagabond half brother. After (laughs) which is okay, hey. (laughs) That's Hey. Hey. Who am I to judge? After realizing they were drawing attention to themselves, Dolly decided that Otto should take up residence in the attic of the Osterreich home. That way, wait, sorry, what? What year is this? This is nineteen thirteen. Oh, okay, yeah. So I feel like a stranger who's a man leaving a woman, a married woman's house, is punishable yeah. by death. Yeah. Probably for the woman. The man, will, I bet, will be fine. Yeah. Right. Exactly. The man would be like, ah, she w- she's, a, she's a succubus. And they'd be yeah. like, well. A witchcraft. Right into the furnace with you, toots. And then they <laughs> <laughs> kick her down a well. A and witchcraft. everyone's like, wait, you said furnace. <laughs> 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 He's like, it just sounded better than well. You don't know how engineering works. Yeah. Right, <laughs> it was, Who was wrong? It was a crazy time. Um, so. That actually is not a bad idea. You put the furnace in the well yeah. so it boils the water so it's safe to drink. Oh, and that way you got yourself, like, not only a kill box, but also a sweet jacuzzi. Some engineers could be like, there's a hundred reasons why that wouldn't work. And I'm like, nope. Dude, if we get a message from any engineer, I'm blocking uh... (laughs) them. I mean, <laughs> we got SpaceX boys who are that's listeners. true. They hey, might be like, "That was stupid." The what you SpaceX said. Like, boys. I don't believe you. I'd be like, if you think what we're saying is scientifically accurate, then you a big. <laughs> we're dumb. How come you're not living on Mars yet, huh? Yeah, we're the dumb ones. Your your <laughs> husband or whatever your, Elon is <laughs> is like out here <laughs> running amok. Uh, <laughs> he's their husband. Uh, yeah. When you just work for SpaceX, you have to sign a marriage certificate. Yeah. To you bu- yeah, Elon. exactly. You become married and then he just walks by and goes, ha, 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 ha. And you're like, Oh, Elon <laughs> is so cute. Oh, this is why he has so many kids. This is why, why he's his awesome got... employees. <laughs> anyway. Uh so after realizing they're drawing attention to themselves, Dolly decided that Otto should take up residence in the attic of the Osterreich home. You know, the natural progression of logical thought. Yeah. That way. They move in. It's the next step in a relationship. Right. He'd never be spotted coming or going. Otto quit his job at the factory and having virtually. Otto is fucking thirsty, dude. Yeah. I was <laughs> going to say, dude, you're 17. You Otto's, got like. Otto's down bad. <laughs> <laughs> Otto quit his job at the factory and having virtually no family, began to spend all his time not spent with Dolly. In his hideaway, oh, well, within now the it's house. a sad. Never mind. Otto's not down bad. He probably has a lot of issues. <laughs> well, he's living in 1913, so like, phoosh, woof. So, like, he either g- that or off to the Great War. Exactly. But this new arrangement meant that Otto could never leave the attic or prying eyes would notice. He remained sequestered there and worked on writing pulp fiction stories that he'd hoped to have published.
1: The That's lo- sick. Which is
0: pretty dope. <laughs> yeah. This is basically Stephen King's life, honestly. Uh, Yeah, probably. He was probably in, like, fucking... He just sat in an office and, like, (laughs) was like, let me be spooky. And his wife was like, okay. He has a bunch of cocaine. And she brought it to him on a little platter. Honestly, probably still accurate to this story. He was like, my book is 10,000 pages long. The ending is bad. I I was coming down off the cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) The Los Angeles Times reported, at night, he read mysteries by candlelight and wrote stories of adventure and lust. By day, he made lo- he made love to Dolly Osterreich, helped her keep her house, and made bathtub gin. Honestly, all right, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe not, I was wrong. Yeah, maybe ma- this is sick. Maybe you're the one down bad, dude. I think Otto <laughs> yeah, figured it I'm out. Because I'm not living the fucking attic life. Just attic, like, dude, just a couple of attic daddies, dude. Man, oh man, dude, dude. I- how many girls that you think, or how many women or men listening right now wish they had an Attic Daddy? Uh, 99 out of 99. <laughs> <laughs> Atticdaddies.org. Get yourself an Attic Daddy <laughs> Hashtag there, everyone. Tweet out hashtag Attic Daddies. <laughs> <laughs> for, for, we should put that on a shirt. For five years, Dolly and Otto carried on this odd relationship with Otto Le... Lib- <sighs> Excuse me. <clears throat> well, let me get a sip of my brew. Okay. For five years... Are, Do- you, are you drinking a hot toddy right now? Oh, I should be. Yeah. Um, That's how you cure... Yeah, rails. anything. you. Yeah. For five years, Dolly and Otto carried on this odd relationship, with Otto living in the cramped attic. So when Fred informed Dolly in 1918 that he thought they should sell the house and move to Los Angeles, things could have gotten complicated. Ooh, whoa. Instead, this sounds like a sitcom, like, <laughs> where it just, like, pans up to him in the yeah. attic, and he's like, hoo me uh instead dolly found a house overlooking sunset boulevard with an attic and sent Otto there early so he- <laughs> <laughs> real enterprising young lady uh so he'd be waiting for her when she arrived so pretty sick um and life continues what a sad sad story this is for the husband uh fred yeah he's like i, I hope at a, some point you're like and he was an awful person <laughs> well I guess he was drunk a lot so that's like you know right but also I that's there, a sliding uh, scale because I I'm, know yeah. isn't she making <laughs> like bathtub that's gin true. With her that's a good point I love her. <laughs> uh so life continues on in the exact same way it had been for four more years until August 20 20- four right? years yeah dude they were I mean this, this 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 has been going on for like Otto's a fucking well, attic no, daddy. O- well, dude. listen. <laughs> o- the, for the first house, Otto was there for five years. Then they moved to dude. L.A. and he's there for four more years. So he's almost there Nine for a decade years of your life. Yeah. Oh my god. He was almost out of his twenties. <laughs> like Jesus. So it had been four more years. What? That's like formative parts of your adulthood. That yeah, that you spent in an attic. At an attic. <laughs> like ripping comic books. What an attic. Daddy, yeah, he's, he went from an attic young man to an attic daddy in the span of nine years that he lived there. D- is he looking like a ghoul at this point? From just being in an, like he, he doesn't have any vitamin D or exercise? Dude, or like... you don't need vitamin D when you're a capital D daddy in the attic. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way it goes. So, uh, life goes on the exact same way. Uh, <laughs> and life goes on. <laughs> life goes on. Uh, so until I'm August twenty second, nineteen twenty two, when Otto overheard Dolly and Fred fighting from his attic abode, he burst into the room where the Osterreichs were quarreling. He was brandishing two pistols. So think of how fucking crazy. <laughs> like, like, if you're Fred, you're like, what the fuck is this? This dude busts the door open, just whipping two pistols around. Um, and not only does Attic Daddy make gin with you and sleep with you, he also protects you. Yeah, he's a certified. <laughs> he's fucking armed to the teeth up there, apparently. Yeah, this is. Do you like you think he's had those pistols all nine years? Well, that's what I'm he's wondering. Like, oh, did... One of these days, <laughs> was she like? I did she give him the pistols? Why did she give him two? Why didn't she say here's a pistol? She was like, "You need here's a pistol you need a to dual wheels, bro. save me or use on yourself." <laughs> 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 Whatever the Attic makes you do. Imagine how confused you'd be as Fred if, like, he, like, shot him if if Otto shot himself, and you just find a man with two pistols who's been writing a bunch of pulp fiction in your attic—that'd be so crazy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just as crazy as what actually happened. But yes, very. Yeah, crazy. yeah, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, but imagine that way. <laughs> this is my new version, uh, Fred. Oh man, some <laughs> fucking pulp fiction author coming down to hold yeah. me up. <laughs> So, two guns. so he he pulls out his guns, he's brandishes pistols, and Fred recognizes Otto from the factory and becomes exceedingly angry. The two men struggled and the guns went off. Fred was shot, and Otto and Dolly panicked. Otto locks Dolly in a closet from the outside, taking the key and the guns with him to the attic. He knew neighbor, he knew neighbors. <laughs> he goes back to the attic. Yeah, he's, he's like nothing. No one could hurt him. He's up there. like everything <laughs> is the same. Nothing is different. <laughs> <laughs> he knew neighbors would report the gunshots, and this way, Dolly would have an alibi. She couldn't have shot her husband while locked away. You know, so yeah, that happens. So when the police arrived, Dolly indeed told them of a burglary where the robber shot Fred, t- took some expensive belongings, and then locked her in a closet before fleeing. The police were somewhat wary of the story, but couldn't prove that it wasn't true, so they released her. Now that Dolly Osterreich has, was a widow, she moved into a new house and continued on with her life. One would, assume that, me, ugh, one would assume that she and Otto could eventually bring their relationship into the open, allowing Otto to have a normal life. But instead, when Dolly moved in, her voluntary live-in sex slave took up residence in her attic again. <laughs> So, dude, once an addict daddy, always an addict daddy. <laughs> so Otto San Huber had managed to get a few pulp stories published, and with this money, plus nice. a few, plus a few nickels and dimes here and there from Dolly, he purchased a typewriter to keep writing. All while Dolly managed to get herself a new lover, lawyer Herman S. Shapiro. Wait, they can't just be together. I, he has right, to be it's in the absurd. Ad- <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Oh God, these are some sick people. Yeah, they've they're they've got some. They got issues. But like Dolly's first husband, Shapiro spent long hours away due to his profession. Enter Roy Clum. Another <laughs> another lover to keep Dolly occupied. Though her, Wait, what? I this Dolly. So is, there's a Okay, so hold So on. we've got We got Otto in the attic. We got ben, Otto she has in the attic. a husband who Shapiro. to go to work, Shapiro, and then we don't know if it's a husband. Technically, we know it's a lover. Or or sorry. And then another a third man is a now? A third man is now another. So so now it's a love triangle between the Dolly, two lovers. Dolly, you fucking dog. <laughs> so, fucking Wahlberg over here. <laughs> so Roy Klum, another lover to to keep Dolly occupied. Though her use of clum might have been to help her get rid of the guns used to shoot Fred. Dolly persuaded him to ditch a gun for her, saying it resembled resembled the burglar's gun and she didn't want to get in trouble. Which is like, you're not like, this is really suspicious. Like, I'd be very concerned. Uh, so Clem tossed it in the La Brea tar pits. She then sweet-talked a neighbor into burying the other gun in his yard. So, what the fuck? <laughs> Why couldn't she just toss the guns, eh? Um, anyway, yeah, she seems like a self-starter <laughs> right. So when Dolly eventually broke up with Clum a while later, he went to the police with the story. The gun was pulled from the tar pits, and Dolly was taken into custody. The gun was just pulled from tar pits. How uh, is that? Well, how? I guess I guess in my head as well as your head, these are like active bubbling tar pits, but it's totally yes. possible that's just the name and they're just like ditches. Uh, uh, okay. I picture yeah. it's like. Yeah, I picture, like, dinosaurs are falling into them and, like, turning yeah. <laughs> okay. If a dinosaur can't get out of that, how are they getting a the gun out? Right. Dinosaurs are wicked strong, dude. Yeah, they're huge. So her neighbor digs up the other gun and takes it to the cops, but neither weapon could be tied to Dolly because the guns had been corroded. Uh-oh. So. Uh-oh. With Dolly awaiting trial in jail, she pleaded with Shapiro to buy groceries for San Huber and tap on the ceiling of the bedroom closet to let him know he should come out. She also tried to tell Shapiro that the attic-bound Sandhuber was a va- was her vagabond brother. <laughs> but starved for a conversation with another male, Sandhuber spilled the truth to Shapiro about the nature of his and Dolly's relationship. Shapiro essentially told... Dude, that would be a sick podcast. Yeah, it would. You know, that would get him all the downloads. Shapiro essentially told Sandhuber to get lost and got Dolly released on bail. Apparently, the fact that she kept a man in the attic was not a deal-breaker as the lawyer, pr- lawyer promptly moved in with her. All charges against Dolly Osterreich were dropped. That is, until seven years later, when things became irreparable between Dolly and Shapiro. He moved out and told police what he'd gathered of the crime against Fred Osterreich. Warrants were again issued for Dolly and, at, at this time, San Huber as well. A jury found San Huber guilty of manslaughter, even after his defense stated that Dolly had enslaved him. The trial became known as the Batman case, since San Huber. <laughs> Since San Huber had been kept in a secluded cave-like attic. Oh, they blew it, dude. Attic Daddy was there. Yeah, they had Attic Daddy. They didn't use it. Dumb. You dumb Dummies. You dumb, stupid idiots. It took over a hundred years for us to come up with it. Like they easy. Peasy. It, was like, it took us like all of ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. Really stupid. <laughs> Nevertheless, the statue of limitations on the man, on on the manslaughter had run out. San Huber was a free man. Dolly Osterreich went to trial on a conspiracy charge, but also walked free after a hung jury. The indictment was eventually dropped in 1936. She died in nineteen sixty one at age eighty, hopefully having learned a thing or two about relationships. Yeah, right, dude. She was probably uh, eighty and had like four <laughs> yeah. like twenty-one year old guys in the attic or something. I was gonna say, imagine like the nursing home she was in, there were probably like guys in her like all over the the, the apartment. Oh, gosh. Aye, aye, he. So, well, that's uh, the hot and heavy Monday morning macabre for you, gang. That was hot. That was was heavy. heavy. It was hot. It was heavy. There was addicts. There was daddies. What else do you need? What else do you want? You know? I can't think of a goddamn thing. I can't think of one goddamn thing you need. (laughs) Actually, here's a thing you need. You need to go to our, uh, first of all, you need to rate the podcast, uh, ideally five stars, if not, (laughs) you know? Okay. Uh, go to uh, social media, Monday Morning Macabre on Instagram, MM Bot on Twitter, and uh, send us in your your votes for episodes of the year, top five. Yeah, this is this these ones. This is like the uh, the kind of like no man's land episode that's too late to receive voting for right. season three, but too early for season four. Yeah, it gets lost in the uh, in the abyss, in the void and then uh check out com. you can also contact us on our contact form there and uh tell your friends uh join the patreon we got a bunch of content there and uh besides that guys have a beautiful monday and i'm going to yeah. go take dayquil <clears throat> if you're an addict daddy uh improve you your self-worth you're better than that like yeah. you don't got to you got to do that <laughs> you got to do that you could be a a basement mommy i don't know i don't know i'm feeling i'm not feeling great so whatever later (laughs) (laughs) goodbye bye